It's blazing hot outside. You get in your car to turn on the AC to get cold air pumping, but it blows hot air out. This issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the AC system. You want an easy, all-in-one solution that will restore the cold air in no time. AC Pro Recharge Kits. Make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero DIY experience in less than 10 minutes. Save time and money versus going to a shop by picking up an AC Pro Recharge Kit today. Be a pro with AC Pro. Here we go. It is episode number 35 of the Rosie Report regular season roundup. And this would be the Gavin Williams debut edition. It happened on Wednesday night at Progressive Field and also the Bo Naylor first Major League base hit edition. How about that? As uh, Bo picked his first base hit in the Major Leagues up in the eighth inning, part of a two-run rally that helped the Guardians to a 7-6 come from behind win over Oakland. And coming up a little bit later on in our podcast this time around, we will hear the thoughts of Gavin Williams prior to his Major League debut. We had a chance to sit down with him and uh, chat for Guardians warm-up yesterday, and uh, we'll hear that conversation in just a little bit. How did it go on the mound for Williams? Not bad. Five and two-thirds innings. He allowed four runs, but they all came in the third inning, and then he settled down and got the game into the sixth inning. The Guardians were trailing. They eventually tied it, fell behind again, and were still trailing in the bottom half of the eighth inning when Naylor collected his first Major League base hit. He was on base when Stephen Kwan stepped to the plate with the Guardians looking to tie and or take the lead, and Kwan, with his base hit, accomplished both. Here's Amy. Oakland playing the middle infielders at double play depth. Corner men, even with the bags. Now the 1-2. Swung on line, drive to right. Base hit. We've got a tie game. Scoring is strong. Naylor on his way to third. Throw to second. In is Quan. Throw gets away into left field. Here comes Naylor. He'll score. Quan goes to third. And the Guardians taking advantage of sloppy Oakland outfield defense now have a one-run lead. So that made it a 7-6 victory for the Guardians over the Oakland Athletics, two straight in the win column for Cleveland over Oakland and with the series finale, day baseball on Thursday afternoon at 1:10. After last night's game, manager Terry Francona weighed in with these thoughts. I think the way kind of handled things after that. That was really encouraging. He had the was third inning where he gave up, what, four hits in a row. Actually, those, I think, were the only four hits. And they were right, boom, 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 boom. But then he came back and had a seven-pitch inning and a five-pitch inning, and I think that's what you're probably alluding to. That was really encouraged. There's a lot to be encouraged about. And I don't think, just from hearing the guys today, he had his best stuff even. And there's can be a million reasons. But let him settle in and, you know, get to know him. But there's still – there's a lot to like. Nice to see both at that first one. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, and the timing of it was impeccable. Can you say about the terror that Josh just continues to be on right now? Yeah, he's, it's, I mean, it's, it's, again, you got a guy hitting behind Hosey that's doing damage. It's hard to get through those guys right now with it, without getting nicked up. And that's, that's the idea. That's what you want when guys are in the middle. You know, how's Bill Brennan doing? He's okay. Um, when he dove, couldn't, they couldn't really tell if he, 
it's his throwing arms reach over here because um, mine hurts. <laughs> but he they don't know if he got jammed it or like when he skidded. So, you know, I don't think he's going to play tomorrow, but I don't think he's also going to miss significant time. I just think he's going to be sore tomorrow. Sure, they've asked questions about Gavin, so I apologize if I missed it. What does it say how we bounced back after that one inning? You're on the late show, man. No, you know what? That was that was that was encouraged. The whole night was encouraging. And again, I'm glad we won because it's a lot more fun to talk about something after we win. But there's a lot to like. Like even I mean, I thought he did a really good job varying his times to the plate. You know, I'm sure he had a million. Like I asked him when he came out, I said, Do you have a heartbeat? He goes, Oh yeah. You know, I just for him to control what he controlled was good. The innings that Eli had. I want to bring it up because we don't talk about guys like that very often. How important is it to have him? Because if he doesn't, you know, we're we're swimming upstream. So that was that's good. There's a lot of good things. On a night like this, some things have to go right. Because that's, that's a tough game to win. That's Tito. And, all right, we'll take you behind the curtain here as we record our podcast at Progressive Field shortly after the game ended. And as we look out by the Guardians' dugout down that third baseline, I mean, there's a slew of Gavin Williams' friends and family who came up from Fayetteville, North Carolina, for his debut. Gavin is out there uh, with a lot of hugs from a lot of family and friends. I'm going to put it at about 50 folks down on the field and then in the lower stands right near the third base dugout. What a great scene and, and what a memory that he will never forget, his Major League debut tonight. And we see it often. They're all different. And uh, this one looks like a just a tremendous night for the young man from Fayetteville, North Carolina. So we continue. And uh, on we go. A big part of the night last night was Josh Naylor's four-hit game that included a key home run late in the game. And after the game, Josh talked about another Guardians win. Josh, how nice was it to see a bull get his first hit? Yeah, it was a uh, it was awesome. It was a very special moment for not only me but like my whole family, my my other brother. Um, I can't even really like describe how cool the feeling was, but it was it was awesome to be a part of that. And how about the, that role you're on? Guys, do you just feel like you're in the zone or, or what's going on? Um, I mean, I just try to prepare the best I can. Whatever happens in the game happens. I just try to um, swing good pitches, have good at bats, uh, control the zone the best I can. Um, I mean, some days you feel better than others. Um, the days you don't feel so good, you maybe try a little bit too hard to get a hit here or there and kind of get a little wild. But I don't know. I just, just try to prepare myself well. Uh, get help constantly from from Val and Vic and Espo and, and the rest of my teammates. Um, talk to my teammates about hitting and stuff. And I, I don't know, just God's on my side, I guess. I don't know. And just having fun. Josh, you think weren't going as well for you early in the season? Like, I don't know how much you're into the, the data and stuff, but like the metrics suggesting you'd be fine because you're still hitting the ball really well and stuff. But like, do you believe in that? And are you able to like see that stuff and – Assure yourself that it doesn't matter at the time, like what your numbers might have said. Uh, yeah, I don't really look at like data like that. Um, if I feel good, I feel good. If I don't, I don't. Um, depending on how I'm hitting the ball, like the the flight of the baseball that was showing me kind of everything in my swing. If I'm top spinning it, side spinning it, uh, back spinning it, uh, depending on what you're doing with the baseball, it kind of shows you everything in your swing. So, uh, in the beginning of the year, I was hitting stuff hard, but I just 
I was either getting on top of it a little bit, um, hitting a few too many ground balls, um, top spin line drives. Uh, it just, I think it's just baseball. Um, some, some days are years, some days aren't, uh, some weeks are years, some aren't, you just got to roll with the punches and just continue to play hard. Uh, if you do that, if you prepare well, you keep practicing hard, you never give up on yourself. Um, I think you, you'll be fine in the end. What are the advantages of hitting behind those? Areas? I mean, I just uh, try to do the best I can to kind of give him some help. Um, he does so much for this, for this team and for this organization. Um, helps us get so many wins throughout the year. And, and if I can kind of let him relax a little bit and take a little bit of pressure off of his bat and, and do things myself, um, I think it would just kind of make him feel better. Uh, put less pressure on him to do everything for us. Um, he's such a phenomenal player and we, we rely on him so much, but if, if we, the rest of the eight hitters kind of do our part, take less pressure off him and he'll just, he'll continue to thrive for us. You know what I mean? He won't get exhausted so fast. Um, I don't know. We just, we as a group really just try to help each other. Um, we really try to be there for each other, have good at-bats for the next guy uh, and just try to win ball games. Uh, they don't count how, they count how many. So we just, we, we really just try to win as much as we can. Don't matter how we win, as long as we win. These last two nights you come from behind. You guys feel like you've turned things around like you did last year? So many uh, late inning wins. Um, yeah, uh, I think we just, we just been grinding this year. Um, some of the games last year, like we were on the right side of the, the one run ball games this year, earlier, we weren't on the right side of those one run ball games. Um, we came back a lot last year and this year, sometimes teams are coming back against us and, you know, we just, we needed to find uh we need to find a better way to kind of finish the game. You know what I mean? Um, I think we're doing much better now. Uh, we're just we're hitting the ball well. Uh, our pitchers are have always been phenomenal for us. Uh, I think as as hitters, we really just try to help our pitchers out because they do so much for us on the mound. Um, they grind out there. Our bullpen grinds out there for us. Um, so we just we as a group just we I don't know we just try to find ways just to win and and just to battle. Some days aren't going to be ours. Some days are. So uh, I think that's just baseball. And a big part of Josh's night was seeing his younger brother Bo pick up his first major league hit. Let's hear from Bo. Once you getting the first major league hit, not only getting it, but the moment that you got it really helped fuel that eighth inning rally. Yeah, it was uh it was definitely a special one. Um, something that I'll always be grateful for. Um, you know, really embracing the fans and you know, kind of taking my breath whenever I could in uh such a you know high intensity time. Um, you know, that's something that I'll never forget. So it was it, it was very special for me. Relax might not be the right word, Bo, but do you are you more relaxed now that you did get that first hit out of the way? Yeah, yeah, no doubt. Uh definitely feels like uh, you know, a big weight lifted off your shoulders. But um, you know, the guys around me have always have supported me so much. Um, you know, there's always gonna be another at bat. Um, so I think it's just about um continuing to um go into every at bat prepared and you know, ready to do whatever you can. And you know, that one uh that was my moment. Could you hear the let's go bow chance throughout the ballpark? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, again, you know, the support from the fans is it's amazing. And, you know, I love to be a part of it because there, there's a truly special group here. And, you know, I'm I'm just thankful that, you know, they're embracing me. Um, because, 
you know, I'm here to, you know, just try to <clears throat> be an impact player and do whatever I can do to help this ball club win. So, you know, it definitely helps. And, you know, I love it uh, every time I hear it. In that moment, do you notice that the scoreboard is showing Josh celebrating like crazy? In the <laughs> yeah, when I peeked up, uh, I saw it a little bit. Um, you know, in that moment, I, I, I felt really special because, you know, he's such an amazing brother. Um, again, he supports me so much and he's been one of the guys day in and day out. That's just always, you know, building me up and, you know, really making me feel like a part of this group. You know, he's been um, the first guy to, you know, make me feel welcome in this environment. And, you know, like it, it showed in that moment as well. So it, it was also really um, <clears throat> a great moment to be able to embrace him after when I scored. So uh, great night overall. I was uh, what do you think of uh, Gavin? Oh, Gavin, I mean, he just competed uh, his butt off today. Um, you know, there's an inning where, you know, there's a, there was a decision to be made. Um, and that's either you submit to the pressure or you continue to compete. And, you know, I think we saw what Gavin is really made of. Um, someone who, no matter the situation, the score, um, you know, he's going to go out there and give his everything, um, no matter how, how hard it is. And, you know, after those moments, he really bared down and really came with his best stuff and, you know, kept kept his team uh, in the game. You know him probably as well as anybody. Did you have to say anything to him after that uh, after that rough third innings? No, not at all. Uh, I've been around him a little bit, and um, I, I've gotten to know that part of him where, you know, he, he can do that for himself internally. You know, maybe a little, you know, like keep, keep doing your thing or a little pat on the butt, like um, – that's all he needs. He knows that this team is behind him. This team supports him. Um, these fans support him and are embracing him so well. So, um, you know, he knows that we're, we're all behind him wishing the best for him. And, you know, that's all he needs to just continue to go out there and compete. Do you have any plans for the ball from the first <laughs> I don't know yet. Um, but I'm thinking, you know, definitely hanging it up somewhere because uh, it was a special one. And you wonder how often we'll have nights like this where both Naylor brothers contribute to a Guardians win. That's the plan. The way Josh is going, an all-star type season. And with Bo now in the major leagues, we'll see what kind of rookie season he can put together now as he gets more at-bats and more time behind the plate under his belt. Well, as promised, we had a chance to visit with Gavin Williams on Tuesday, so prior to making his major league debut on Wednesday night, and uh, just to check in, see how things were going as he prepared for his big moment, that first major league appearance, and we asked him about the call to the major leagues and how it was handled by Columbus manager Andy Tracy. Um, at first, I just thought it was a normal meeting, um, just talking about some pitching stuff and what I could work on, and then at the end of it, it was probably one of the best moments of my life, I would say. And you look at how quick it's happened, but maybe that, that's not fair because of the work that you put in and, and all the reports are that, that you have grown tremendously in so many different areas. Is there one that, that in particular you've really been proud of in terms of development? I mean, I would say my all-speed pitches at this point, really. Um, being able to land them like last year, they were off and on at some, at some point in the season. But now I can, I can do it pretty much any game at any point. And when you look at, at uh, not work ethic, but, but just the attention to detail that it takes at this level, how different is it what you need to do to work your way up to the major leagues in professional baseball as opposed to maybe even what you were doing in college? I mean, it's tough, really. Um, you have so many different things you got to worry about, really. But just staying focused and not looking ahead and just being present, really. 
Stay tuned, we'll have more with Gavin Williams after this short break. Welcome back to Guardian Swarm Up. Gavin Williams is joining us, and uh, he's set to make his Major League debut. And Gavin, uh, when did that dream start for you? Is it more recent college days, or is it way back when, when you first started playing this game? It's always been a dream, I think. Everybody playing at a young age always looks up, and they say they want to be a Major League player, and now my dream's coming true, and it's unbelievable. And I, I know you mentioned earlier that it's important to be where your feet are, and whether that's high school, college, pro ball. Um, how important is that, and how much has that helped you get through? Honestly, um, ever since college, freshman year, that's like one of the main things, first things I heard stepping on campus, and I, like I live by it really. I think the more you look into the future, the worse you are going to perform, and performance is uh, – if your performance is bad, then you're going to have bad thoughts mentally, physically, really. Has that helped um, sometimes a first-round draft pick? There's there's expectations, things like that. Has that helped you stay grounded? Absolutely. I mean, I try to not look at what everybody wants me to do. Um, I can't really control anything other than what pitch I'm going to do, and uh, that's about it. I can't control what the umpires do, where the ball is going to go, and everything after that. Who's here today, and how much noise are they going to make? Oh, man. <laughs> I honestly, I don't even know who's here right now, but I'm sure it's going to be pretty loud. That's Gavin Williams, a thoughtful young man who certainly seems well-grounded and well-prepared for a fine major league career, and it began on Wednesday night. Again, in a no decision, but a game where he kept his team in the ball game, and the Guardians eventually won it late 7-6 to over Oakland. That'll put a wrap on episode number 35 of the Rosie Report. We'll have another one for you, hopefully, in time for uh, Friday after the series finale against Oakland on Thursday afternoon at Progressive Field. So as always, this is Jim Rosenhouse thanking you for downloading and listening to the Rosie Report. Picture this, it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey.